Do it. Do it now. Who is waiting on your voice? You have a message people need to hear. Stop putting it off and do it. Do it now. The And Believe Podcast Network is here to advance your vision. Let's start your podcast today. What's up? How is your day going? No, 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 no. I said, how is your day going? Regardless of what's going on, I pray this finds you doing well. In this portion of the show, what you're going to experience and what you can look forward to, I'm going to recall different experiences from ministry, from family, and from doing business. And as I recall those different moments and the different experiences, I'm going to use those moments and experiences to answer so many different questions one by one. Today, what we're going to talk about is real simple. I hear this all the time. I've been asked this for years. Guess what it is? Nope, that ain't it. Guess again. Today, what we're going to talk about is how do I get the words of knowledge or the words of wisdom? Donovan, how is it done? I've seen you do it. How do I do it? Okay, those are the questions that always come into, that always come in. And there's uh, a lot of it goes around that. But what we're going to do, we're going to keep it simple. And we're going to answer that one piece. So tune in and I hope you enjoy. And first and foremost, I thank you for giving me the privilege and the honor of being able to come to you into your home, into your car, wherever you may be listening on social media, wherever you're creating time, place and space right here and right now. And I thank you for it. I do not take it for granted. And out of respect for your time, we're going to jump right in. All right, so check it out. First, we need to lay some groundwork. <laughs> I got to lay a foundation for which we can build upon. All right, so here it is, man. What is a word of wisdom? What is a word of knowledge? How do they differ? <laughs> How do I recognize them and or distinguish from the two? <laughs> so, first off, we're talking about the prophetic. So if you don't believe in it, peace. But however, the Bible does speak on the prophetic. It really does first. Corinthians 14 is one of my favorite passages on it because it says when you speak from prophecy, mm-hmm. you edify the church. When you speak in tongues, you edify yourself. Prophecy is preferred because you're speaking from a place of understanding. I'm a spirit-led guy. I'm a spirit-filled guy. I'm a, hey, we have to live the spirit-filled 
life. That's me. <laughs> I'm also a, hey man, let's create the environment type person as well. And so, I love, the, I love prophecy because it forces you to understand what the spiritual expression is. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me today, man. Because so, so many times I hear people have a lot of spiritual expressions, but zero comprehension of what's going on. Zero comprehension of what God is saying. Zero comprehension of what God wants to happen right now in that moment. Zero comprehension. It says, whoo, whoo, he showed, she sold, spoke and thought. Boy, that was God right there. That was God right there. Man, that was, boy, I'll tell you, they were, mm-hmm, they were moaning and all that right there. So what God say? And they're quiet. Now, I'm not against spiritual expressions. However, what I do always encourage, again, I'm a let's build the environment type guy. If there's a spiritual expression, ask God what he's saying. The Bible says that he he will reveal, but we have to seek it out. Okay, so... Ask God what he's saying. Find out what's going on. (laughs) So, now, and also I want to get this this disclaimer. I'm not here to debate on what a word of wisdom is. I'm not here to debate on what a word of knowledge is. So, biblically, you hear the Bible express those two terms. Some are given the ability to express words of wisdom. Some are given the ability to express words of knowledge. Now, words of wisdom, that's going to cover anything from that person's current moment now up to things to come. From the current to the future. Words of knowledge are going to cover anything from that current moment now to things to the past. Now, of course, there are other avenues of the prophetic in which we could really go in depth into and discuss and have those conversations on. But for the sake of what we are doing and time, (laughs) T-I-M-E, we're not going to have those conversations right now, okay? We can have those conversations later, and you can submit those questions, and I'll answer them in depth. Whether if it's audible, visual, scriptural, or some other reception, it is a message and or a promise that you received from God. Whether if it's audible, visual, scriptural, or some other method of reception, it is a message and or a promise you have received from God. 
Now on to the question. Hey, on to the question. Oh, 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 on to the question. Hey, hey, on to the question. I'm stop playing around. <laughs> but no, for real. So on to the question, man. How does one receive words of wisdom or words of knowledge? And I want you to understand. That, so in this, yeah, in this <laughs> scenario, you're looking at two people, the person giving the word of knowledge or word of wisdom, and then the person receiving a word of knowledge and or a word of wisdom from someone. What we're going to discuss first is the person that's giving the word of knowledge and or the word of wisdom. And so I'm going to give you my own personal life, some of my own personal life experiences with the two. First, what we will look at is words of knowledge. So I remember I went to have my chi- my tire changed. Had to get some new tires. I had to get four new tires so I can pass inspection. For some reason... <laughs> Pay for inspection and I failed. So, oh man, so I go and I get some new tires, put on my car, and now they referred me to a place to get my inspection done, and I go there. Now with me, I have a little USB drive, and on that USB drive, I have different music I like to listen to as I'm driving. And so a lot of that music is without words. It's just simply piano keys being played, you know, stuff like that. Because sometimes I really just like to worship God and just pray as I'm driving. So here it is. I'm checking out, right? And so as I'm checking out, the lady behind the counter asks me a question. She says, hey... What kind of music is that? I had it turned all the way up. After listening to it, I felt better. So I'm explaining the music to her. You know, I, I prayed to her, listen to it. She says, oh, you must be a Christian. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Christian. We have a conversation. Now, with me, someone could be standing in front of me. And I don't got to go heavily into it. God start have visions. God to start speaking, and I'm just asking God. I don't know why you showing me this, but is this what you want me to release? If it is, what is my delivery and what is my approach? Because <laughs> I just don't want to deliver it well But also I want to only say what you want me to say How you want me to say it And the time frame of when you want me to say it So person standing right there in front of me And then God reveals Hey this person has kids And then revealed to me some things that this person was worried about 
that would be a word of knowledge. There's something about them I did not know that related to, well, yeah, their current life now. <laughs> you know, so it's going to cover that time from current time going back to their past. Something about them I did not know that God revealed to me. Of course, I shared it. And normally what words of knowledge tend to do is they tend to give people a point of validation. Hey, I never met this person before, yet they notice about me. I'm going to give another one. I remember a person standing in front of me. We're having a conversation. God's showing me different things. Then it got a little weird, and I'm like, why am I seeing a black German shepherd? Lord, what's up? Why am I seeing this black German shepherd? What's up? And so, same thing, you know, asking God what to say, what to release, all that. What's my approach and what's my delivery? I release it about the piece about the German shepherd. This guy tears up. I'm like, hmm. Okay, Lord, what's uh what's going on here? <laughs> and so that person said, Hey, for over ten years I worked with the dog doing law enforcement. Again, I did not know this person. Okay? Something from their current life now to their past that I would not have known unless God revealed it unto me. And what did it do? It validated who I am and cuff and confirmed, or, or you could say affirmed, that hey, God's speaking right now. This ain't him. So <laughs> there we have it. Now, words of wisdom. Now this one I had to actually think because <laughs> many times as um, in this area where I receive words of wisdom, normally a lot of times this is in private uh, situations where or, or moments of counseling or pastoral care where I'm administering or saying what God is saying to the individual and I'm speaking on what's to come. So I'm like, uh, can't use that one, can't use this one, can't, you know. So, but nonetheless, we have one. So I remember above this person's head, I kept seeing the word business. And so as that's what I saw. Release them to this person as I prayed on it more. And that person, I suppose I've started a business. So that would be a great example of words of wisdom. Something that I did not know about a person that relates to either their current time now or what is to come. That case, it was both the current and the one to come. <laughs> because, hey, right now you're supposed to be doing a business, but I believe that person that was kind of wondering was it going to succeed or not. 
Matter of fact, even on that same note, I remember another person, I think it's about two years ago now at this point, maybe about a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, about a year and a half ago at this point, they, um, I remember God kept telling me what's going to happen in their business. And so I shared that, and definitely <laughs> that's what happened within their business. Now, some would argue, hey, that one, you're talking about starting a business, that would be more of a directional word. And Again, I'm not getting into all the logistics and specifics of it. Just giving two examples. Now, as I stated before, what you're looking at is there's going to be a person that's going to give a word of wisdom or give a word of knowledge, right? And then there's going to be a person that's going to receive a word of wisdom or receive a word of knowledge. In order for me to answer the question, I have to discuss the two. So first what we're going to do is we're going to talk about giving a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. And again, going back into my own personal experiences, I remember preparing for my second initial sermon. I had one when I was 12 years old, and I had one in 2012. In preparation of that, I remember God spoke something to me. He said, in the past, I've moved you. Now you move me. Of course, <laughs> like it says in the scripture, hey, God loves to reveal a thing. But guess what? We are supposed to seek it out. That caused me to have to have dialogue with God and to seek God to find out what are you saying. And so, admittedly, there were moments where I was not always continual or consistent in what I call the five basics. What are those five basics and why are you about to bring those up? The reason I'm going to bring those up is very simple. This is what leads to you being able to give the words of wisdom and give the words of knowledge. Now, Prior, before we even get into this, I want you to understand something else. <laughs> you have generational blessings. You have certain mantles or giftings that sit on families, and you have callings. For me, as a kid, I grew up being able to see in the spirit. <laughs> Did not have any kind of way of controlling them. And it was not always fun. Many a nights, <laughs> it took everything within me to get out my bed, run through the hallway, <laughs> and find my mom, <laughs> whether she had fallen asleep on the couch from working, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, or whether she was sleeping in her bed, and say, hey, Mark, I'll lay down with you <laughs> as a little kid. You know, I would see in the spirit and didn't have no training didn't have no one developing or grooming or nurturing was 
what is within me. I grew up, okay? I grew up without having an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist or some big name person pouring into me, developing, grooming, or handling all of my affairs for me as far as navigating Christendom, the kingdom, and, uh, and being a leader. So a lot of what I'm speaking from is literally just what God has poured into me. And then when I began to, well, correction, when God began to pinpoint certain people to me, and when I saw what they were doing, I'm like, wow, Lord, they're, wow. <laughs> this person is doing what you had me. Okay, wow. So for me, it was just kind of like a, um, it's this confirmation for me that, all right, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me continue on. So <laughs> getting back on task here. And the reason why I wanted to bring those up is because you're going to have people that's going to be hearing, they're going to be seeing, and they may not even be saved. Ooh, that's going to bust a lot of people's bubble. They may not even uh, really know who God is. They're hearing and they're seeing. Here's another one. Some psychics, some people that are Sangoma, they are actually prophets and prophetess, some of them. They are just experiencing and operating from a place of misalignment. But yeah, that's a whole subject for another day. Not going in it. Nope, I ain't talking about it right now. You can message me about it, <laughs> and um, I'll probably put together an episode on that. But right now, I'm not going to do that. But I wanted to say all, saying all of that to simply say this. You're going to have some people that are already operating in this, right? They're already operating in it. Because it is a, a, a gifting. The Bible says gifts are without repentance. You're going to have some people operating this because it's a calling. The Bible says before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. And some calling, and most callings, meaning, hey, this is what you were put on this earth to do. To do from the beginning. And so a lot of times when it comes to those two, people are going to already have an ability to operate in it before they've received any affirmations of who they are, before they've received any confirmations of what they're supposed to be doing, and before they've received any type of training, schooling, nurturing, or developing of said gifts, offices, so on and so forth. And so I had to cover that piece, and I wanted to, to do that here just before jumping into this, okay? Because you're going to meet people, you're like, hey, but they ain't spending time with God, but I'll be... Yeah, I've seen them do that before. <laughs> I, I remember an individual, and, man, they would... They would definitely flow. Uh, this was back in 
this was years ago, man, years ago. I, I was still getting my undergrad at that time. And, um, yeah, I, I would see that person flow. And what they would say, it, it would resonate with the people. But what I'm about to say now about being the five basics, they weren't doing that. I'd say they would do probably bits and pieces, but they were not. It wasn't a lifestyle for them. And in order for me to properly build the environment, I, you, you, I, we're about to get into what we're talking about. <laughs> You're going to have to be doing these, these, these five basic things, man. Have to. And um, in fact, that's actually a good talking point because the person wasn't doing that, man. And that person had a very well-known reputation for doing things that were unbecoming of the pers- a person in the vocation of ministry. <laughs> Those are some big, uh, fancy, euthanized words there, huh? But yeah. And I'm not here in, in to uh, expose people or you know, gossip or nothing like that. But this is a person that I know personally that God and that God had confirmed, revealed, and showed me to be true. And then it happened right there before my eyes. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. But again, years ago, doing my undergrad. So we're looking at the five basics. You're going to give a word of knowledge you're going to give a word of wisdom. Five basics. Remain sincere. Study the Bible. Fast or fasting. Pray or praying. Seek God or seeking God. Those five things. And we're talking about lifestyle. So, when those five things are done within your life on a continual basis, naturally, you're going to see an increase in both the words of wisdom and both the words of knowledge. Now, when things start getting spotty, and again, this is uh, this is actually a teaching that's coming from one of the courses I'm working on developing and making available to everybody called um, Developing Leaders. And so these five basics are something, number one, you're never going to outgrow it. I don't care if you have seven billion people in your ministry. These five things you will never outgrow them. Remaining sincere. The Bible says, in I believe it's James 4, it talks about how there, in one translation it says, why are there quarrel, quarrels amongst you? In another translation it says, why are there quarrels within your members? In another section it says, in another section, it says, your prayers go unanswered. 
because of your motives or your hidden motives. Remaining sincere. God is not stupid, man. Okay? (laughs) God is not stupid. As you're doing all the other four of these, your continual cry needs to be, God, I just want more of you. I want more of you. Look, as I'm doing those other these those other four basics, man, that's my cry. God, I need more of you. I can't be a great husband without you. I can't be a great father without you. I can't be a minister of any capacity without you. I can't fulfill the calling that's upon my life. Lord, I can't please you without you. I need more of you. I that's my that's my cry. Lord, I need more of you. I want more of you. That's gonna have to be your cry. Also, that's gonna have to be what you live, remaining sincere. You're gonna be tempted. By all kinds of things. All kinds of things. All kinds of things. You're going to be tempted. But you are going to have to withstand it. You're going to have to remain sincere. And remaining sincere is going to be included when nobody's looking when nobody's around, when there's no way and no one that can find out what it is you're doing. You're going to have to remain sincere. When it comes to ministry, all the components of it, money, how you handle people, did you please God in how you handle them? So we don't even care. Remaining sincere It's just a huge portion But there's great benefits within it It's going to require you To a lot of times Operate In the agape Style of love Where you see things From the big picture Yeah Kind of involves that P word nobody seems to like nowadays. It's called patience. Even though that's included in one of the writings where the in the Bible it says, grow like this. And then there's a long list of words that follow that. Do it. Do it now. Who is waiting on your voice? You have a message people need to hear. Stop putting it off and do it. Do it now. The And Believe Podcast Network is here to advance your vision. Let's start your podcast today.